This is Monday, January 29th. When you were growing up, did you ever wonder if your parents loved you? Did you ever think that perhaps not, that they didn't love you after all? That's what happened to Joseph, the son of Jacob, as the book of Genesis tells us. At just the moment when Joseph's brothers were angry with him, Jacob sent Joseph out to visit his brothers in the wilderness. It was there where his brothers conspired to kill him. But of course, they ended up selling him into slavery. Once in Egypt, through a turn of events too lengthy for us to talk about today, Joseph became vice-regent of all of Egypt, second only to Pharaoh himself. Finally, in a position of great authority, it would have been an easy thing to send a message to his father Jacob and to tell him that he was alive. But Joseph never did this, strangely enough. Why not? Well, likely it is because he did not think that his father wanted anything to do with him. After all, his father sent him out to his brothers to begin with. Surely his father knew the danger in doing this. He understood sibling hatred only too well. Now this leads us to our text for today. We've been working our way through Luke chapter 20 in the parable of the prodigal son. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Now Jesus very matter-of-factly tells us that the prodigal headed home. He did this not because he was experiencing true repentance, but because he was starving to death. He hoped to return home and get a job on his father's farm as a day laborer. But notice what happened. When he was still a long way from home, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. Yes, there isn't even the smallest whiff of anger in the father. What Jesus does here is he uses the words from a famous story that all the Jewish people would know. It's the story of Jacob and his brother Esau. It's told in the book of Genesis. After Jacob stole the blessing from his brother, he went on the run, and he had no other choice because Esau wanted to kill him. His mother, Rebekah, urged him to run away. Many years passed before Esau and Jacob met again in person. No doubt Jacob thought Esau remained angry and still wanted to kill him. But this is what we're told. But Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him. That's Genesis 33, verse 4. You see, Jack Jesus, in his parable of the prodigal son, uses the echo of this reunion between Jacob and Esau and the reason is because Jacob thought his brother hated him and wanted him dead. And the prodigal assumes that his father is angry with him. But instead, his father runs out to him. The father closes the distance between them just as Esau had run out to meet his brother Jacob. Esau loved Jacob. And during the years they were apart, his heart changed and he was eager for the reunion. Now, as we read about this in the parable of the prodigal son, we need to see how God looks at us. 
like Jacob in the story of his brother, we can assume that God is angry with us and that when he gets his hands on us, it won't be pretty. We will get what is coming to us, what we know we deserve. That prodigal has taken his father's resources and he's blown them. He has a lot of gall to come home. He is waiting to hear his father explode. You worthless son, what have you done with what belongs to me? I worked long and hard to protect the family estate so that I could pass it on to you and your brother and you've wasted it. And all on yourself, with no thought of me or your family, you are not worthy to be called my son. You are nothing like me. You are good for nothing. You see, we can fear that this is what the Father feels. We know that we've fallen short. We don't feel worthy, and we may be even afraid to go home, just as Jacob was filled with fear when it came time for the reunion with his brother. At this point in the parable, we're reflecting on how a prodigal may feel. But notice what the Father does. First, he's scanning the horizon. He must be praying for the day when his son will return home. There is no sign that he gives even the smallest thought to his estate or what may have been lost. He simply wants his son home safe and sound. And second, the father runs. No Middle Eastern self-respecting father would do anything like this. He would have to hike up his robe. It would be awkward and completely unexpected. But again, as with Esau, there is the welcome of love. The father sprints out to the prodigal, and then there is the embrace that he receives from the father. Is the son still reeking of pigs or alcohol? Is the son going to be standoffish? The father does not even wait to see his son's reaction. He enfolds him in his arms and has nothing but love for him. He kisses him. There could be no clear image of the love of our heavenly father toward us. Meanwhile, we worry how the Father will receive us. We wonder if he considers us worthless or unworthy of love. But in truth, we have no idea how much he does love us. This is the mission of Jesus coming into our world, as we will see even more clearly as we consider this parable of Jesus this week. Let's pray together. Father, we ascribe anger to you over our sin When Jesus has already carried our sin, he's removed it from us as far as the east is from the west. Give us an awareness of your grace today that we might experience the joy of belonging to you. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.